Hello and welcome to a 60 Minutes with Spotlight show. I'm Chris and as always I am joined by the most tremendous person I know and I'm speaking to right now. It is Mr Adam Parry. Hello. (laughs) Ah hello there top of the morning and potatoes (laughs) etc. Yes yes I was just I was going to ask you have you been practicing your Irish accents? (laughs) <laughs> I haven't right up until then. Uh, yeah, it um this it will all be clear as we as we uh get into the show. But um no no it's um I'm I'm really pleased to be talking to you so soon after we did the last show which was Spaceballs. Yes. Um because it, I mean, that show has only just been released um well <laughs> today no less. I was going to say as as we record on the 16th of July um it was released today so I would imagine that not that many people have had chance to hear it yet. Mm. But I'm sure that when they do they'll realize that we thought it was a bit shit. Yeah, well they should know by the runtime of the of the episode that something was slightly mis- oh, I to be honest I haven't checked it out myself but if you compare it to to AWOL it was uh short yeah it was uh because yeah you, i was gonna say you can tell we we hadn't really got that much to say about it because i think it was about an hour and a half and yeah. that includes the intro and the trailer and the outro music and all that kind of stuff so <laughs> yeah um but th- th- anyway th- so the reason why i'm pleased to be doing this show so soon um after we did that was because it's almost like we need to exercise that demon we need to get rid of it and sort of like mm. try and move on to something else that hopefully we'll both sort of think was all right or well awesome you know well <laughs> it's it shit so my next choice is um... <laughs> um but anyway thank you for joining us um just to explain a little bit a little bit about what's going to happen so i'm sure you all know anyway by now but uh, adam and i um uh, we we choose films from our childhood to go back and revisit and watch with an adult head on because we have that sort of like little uh, spark in our the back of our mind that you know when you think of a film you think oh that was brilliant i love that such as adam thought space balls was brilliant um which just goes right. to show what he knows um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so um and um i'm not keeping a running tally as such but i th- i'm fairly certain that the, the films that i've picked are, are winning so to speak in terms of the ones that we enjoyed um, or maybe i'm more generous with my opinions now because i i can look with a broader mental spectrum at a film yeah wh- whatever that meant i have no idea but anyway um so <laughs> such a chump <laughs> <laughs> We uh, we take it in turns to pick a film. We've got a massive long list, and um, it, it just so happened that it was my turn to pick a film. So I picked a film from 1986 that I watched when I was uh, a kid. Uh, I would have been I would have been ten when this came out, but I probably wouldn't have watched it until maybe. 11 12 it all depends depends when it was released on vhs and you know <laughs> it's weird because this is an 18 in this country or an r-rated movie in america and other places uh you can it goes to show that you know my mom um well my 
definitely not my dad because my dad never came with me to the video shop but my mom really didn't give a shit and neither did the guy behind the video the, you know the counter uh, uh, as long as my mom was standing somewhere in the background um, I could pretty much get any film that I wanted and so we are going to be talking this evening about Rawhead Rex what a name it is certainly a name I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you at some point where the Rex comes from um yeah, I've no idea. Don't know. Oh. I, I did a bit of research, but it just sounds cool. It rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Tongue, tongue. Fuck me. Not going to get yeah. into that. <laughs> You've got Rawhead Rex. I wonder if it's because oh, it sounds a bit dinosaur yeah. Or was that supposed to be his name, like Rawhead Rex? But I was thinking, well, they didn't call films like Pumpkinhead David. So why well, Rawhead Rex? I don't know. It's Well, it kind of sounds, like you said, a bit scary. I mean, if they'd have just called it Rawhead... I could have gone with that, to be honest with you, but I just had it, have, yeah. you know, having the Rex on the end, I guess, kind of, you know, because he's a monster, isn't he? Yeah, I thought, I thought this was going to be a bit like, a bit 80s metal. Rawhead okay. Rex, I thought it was going to be like, I don't know. And when I saw a picture of him, I thought, oh, he's dressed like in biker gear. Is he like a biker monster? Mm. I was absolutely wrong. Well, yes. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. And, and so... To be honest with you, having watched this uh, in two parts, no reflection of, you know, in terms of the quality of the film. It was just that I put it on quite late last night and then I got about 50 minutes in and I was tired. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll watch the rest today. So it is fresh in my mind, literally fresh in my mind, having watched it today. Um, and because this is based on a Clive Barker short story and he wrote the screenplay for it as well. I then went and listened to the audio book as well. You swat. I know. Top top of the class for me. Mm. Um, but um, I'll talk about the audio book uh, at the end as well. But n- this could quite literally. Am I saying that in the right context? I thought quite literally. Sorry, something's literal or it isn't. Not uh, quite literal. Right. OK. So this could go either way, <laughs> you know, for you and for me, to be fair. Mm. Um, so because... I thought after Spaceballs, we need something that's a bit cheesy. Now, my recollection of this film is, as I mentioned, watching it on VHS quite a lot, to be honest with you. I mean, probably more than I should have done. Um, And the reason why I I, I picked it was because... I was talking to my friend the other day who lives in New Zealand and we've been friends since we were little kids and he used to watch this around my house and he uh, mentions uh, like there's a a video on YouTube about it. Yeah. And uh, he said, uh, "Oh, you should watch it because it's quite funny." And and I said, "Yeah, okay, fair enough." And he said, "Because when we used to watch Rawhead Rex when we were kids, it used to scare me a lot." So, um, and and I do have, I mean, like I said, bearing in mind that I probably haven't watched this since I was about twelve, and I'm forty four now, so I've been a good few years. Um, so, but I. I have some strong memories of it, but then mm. I also have some not so strong memories of it. Uh, there's one scene in particular, which I think has lived with me ever since, uh, you know, I first watched it, which is c- the, probably one of the weirdest things I've, I've seen committed to uh, the screen, which we'll talk about in a bit. You're possibly racking your brains as to what it might I am. Be. I'm trying to sit here thinking, yeah, yeah, because, okay. There's a lot of, there's a fair, you know, a fair bit of weird shit that happens in this film. But, yes. uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you've never seen it before, have you? No, th- this is like fate or destiny because um, 
literally, God, I'm saying literally now, (laughs) almost certainly about the day before we recorded Spaceballs, I was watching a video on the interweb and someone mentioned Rawhead Rex on it and there was like a two second clip. I'd never heard of it before then. And then, lo and behold, the next day, you choose Rawhead Rex to watch. Well, there you go. It, mm. it, like I said, it, it is fate. that, And I, I knew that we would do this film at some point uh, in the near future. And here we are. So, um, oh, And I almost read it, but I didn't. What, read, read the book? Yeah, because I think, I, when I was having a look earlier, I think it was in his, Clive Barker's Books of Blood, Volume 3. Right. And I bought Volumes 1 and 2 to read on holiday when I was a little kid, because I was into reading horror books. Um, and I almost bought part three as well, but I didn't. I bought, uh, I think it was, uh, might be one of the Steam King compilation books instead. So I was going to buy volumes one, two, and three, but I bought one and two, and then a Stephen King book. And if I'd have bought three, I would have read it. Wow. Well, there you go. Anyway, mm. so um, cl- just talk about Clive Barker for a little bit. Have you read much of his stuff? I know you mentioned you liked horror books, but yeah. To be honest, no. I've only, to my knowledge that I can think of, I've only read Books of Blood Volume 1 and Books of Blood Volume 2. I don't think I've read anything else. Okay. So I've, um, I must admit, I'm not a massive reader. Uh, I kind of went through a phase, you know, in my younger days where I used to read a lot of Dean Koontz, um, uh, which you <laughs> get. <laughs> not Dean Koontz. Um, but, I th- well, I think it's Koontz, isn't it? Yeah. Koontz? Have you read any, any of his stuff? Is he the one who wrote Rats? Uh, no, I think that's oh, that's James, uh, that's James Herbert, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I maybe I, I, I can't remember if I have. So he he's a bit like Stephen King, if you mm. like. He kind of you know writes thriller horror type books. You know what I mean? So, but I liked him a lot. But but anyway, um, whilst I was kind of going through that sort of I suppose horror phase, I read um, Cabal or Cabal or however you pronounce it, uh, which is basically Nightbreed um, by um clive barker yeah so i've only read that book um of his what i find about him and i'm not sure if this is in the books of blood uh particularly but he he does he does the horror side of things but then there's also a lot of sexual stuff in there that he mixes in as well um like he likes talking about erections Mm. and 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 hard-ons and um sex like I'll, I'll quote some of the actual lines from um rawhead rex <laughs> later on but one that comes to mind i mean he likes to he talks about the dampness between a woman's legs <laughs> 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 and stuff like that and so i think he's actually a bit of a, a horny bastard um yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm pretty certain that tina has actually met him um and i think she has said that he's a he's got a lot of fetishes and things like that um yeah. obviously known for hellraiser and i mean i think he's uh you know linked to the films as well if you watch hellraiser um there are you know there's a lot of sexual stuff in that as well isn't there and yeah. fetish stuff like, yeah just snm torture gimps isn't it from hell yeah leather yeah and mm. all that kind of stuff you know and shagging um not so much in in this no. uh, but there, well, saying that, there are quite a few horny people in here. But there are, yeah. yeah. They're not necessarily people you want to see be horny, but there are horny no. people. Some toothless Irish person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, go on. Give it to yeah. me. Give it to me. 
just drooling over no all that spit just dribbling off their gums into the other person's gaping mouth it's hideous oh, lovely um so yes raw head wrecks um I, I think as i mentioned last time because um, we we do that thing of um at the end of the show we'll then say well it stars that you know the next film stars this person it was directed by this person try and you know so you can try and guess who it was there's, yeah. there's no no actors in, do, do you recognize any of the actors uh, from, no no not, not a single one I, I, so I was half expecting some of them to thought I reckon. Oh yeah, I recognise him from Father Ted, or or, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or the Weekly Potato Show, or something, something like that. So um, you've got uh, sadly quite a few of these people have actually passed away. Having a quick look at them, but David Dukes, um, he was good in Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, well, he's the the hero, I guess, of the the, the film, if you want to call it that. Uh, he's mm. played. He's Howard Hallenbeck. He's yeah. he's, he's uh, like an American tourist who's into history and um, religion and likes f- photographing things and yeah. dragging like a his boring version of Indiana Jones, really, isn't he? Yeah, dragging his family around. He's got a wife uh, and two kids, and uh, they're kind of in the Irish uh, countryside. And um, yeah, he's he's taking photographs of a church and then but we'll get to the story in a bit uh then you've got other people again well unless well i'm trying to think unless you're irish you possibly don't know who these people are but then that's uh so uh hugh o'connor um niall o'brien i i'm not you know there's no stereotypes or anything that, that no. um i'm trying uh, noel o'donovan um donald mccann <laughs> um but uh yeah uh, Morag of... O Clover, yeah. <laughs> um, Horic O Potato, yeah, he's there yeah, as well. Yeah, Podrick O Harrington, or what's uh, anyway? No, anyway. <laughs> um, so his wife, um, who, who is played by an actress called Kelly Piper. Unfortunately, she died in two thousand and nine. But I was just yeah. having a little look to see uh, what else she may have been in. And um, unfortunately, Rawhead Rex was her last um, <laughs> role. Went out with a bang. <laughs> yep. So there you go. Um, and again, not to sort of you know stereotype or um, typecast, but the um, the the actor who plays uh, Reverend Coot. Um, he's played by an actor called uh, Niall to- Tobin or Toybin. 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 Niall Toybin. to be sure. Um, he again, not not to sort of be typecast because he played uh, a reverend in in this movie, yep. and then later on in his career, he was in Coronation Street for an episode where he played Father Donovan. Um, <laughs> just the one episode. <laughs> just in the one, just the one episode. Then. Later on in his career, in 1994, he, in, he starred in Minder, and he played a priest. Uh, <laughs> and, and later on in 2000, he, he, he was in something called Rat. Don't know what that is. I'm just going to click on it, actually. Uh, oh, it stars Pete Pothels. Pothels. Pete And Imelda Staunton. Anyway, he played Father Geraldo in Brilliant. that. And then in Ballykiss Angel... Get Out was he another fucking vicar? He was... He played Father McAnally. 
Um, so yes, he was in that quite a lot. So people who may may have watched Ballykiss Angel, he was in all fifty-two episodes of that. So there you go. Uh, somewhere, somewhere in there's an agent who's got a folder with reliable church people actors, and it's just his photo in just, it. And that's it's, it. Just, yeah, especially if they're Irish. I mean, you know, yeah. if you're turning up to that job and you're not this guy, you might as well just fucking not bother. Basically, I think that's that's the the the, the thing, isn't it? From there, but yeah. uh, there you go. Um, Directed by uh, George Pavlou, um, who, again, didn't necessarily have a, a sort of starred career after this. Um, he directed four films in total. Um, <laughs> right. Rawhead Rex being one. Um, and then some other shit, which I've never heard of. But yeah, he, he hasn't really been um, <laughs> making films for a while. But, you know, Rawhead Rex. So... Um, this has got a 5.3 out of 10 on uh, IMDb. Yep. There's no me- there's no Metacritic, unfortunately. No, I, was, I thought you'd missed it out of the document, doc, and I, I looked for it, and I thought, oh, it doesn't exist. Right, mm-hmm. okay. That's a shame. Um, but yeah, 5.3 out of 10 out of 4,580 um, ratings. So probably one of the lower ones that we've... Well, I don't know. It's roughly there or thereabouts, most of the stuff we've watched, isn't it? We haven't watched anything too starred as such Shite. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. well i mean it not that the stars need to be trusted because at the end of the day i think um space balls have got a 7.2 or something ridiculous haven't it i think i thought it was like a 6.4 no i don't think is it that's the highest yeah yeah i think so so you, you never can trust them can you is what i'm no. saying um and i think that's probably based on a lot of people's memories of that film as opposed to watching it now or maybe we're just a couple of grumpy fuckers i, I don't know <laughs> um but anyway have you got a synopsis for rawhead rex there is well you can call it a synopsis or you can call it a sentence we'll go for a sentence <laughs> okay <clears throat> sit down listeners this is going to take a while so uh an ancient creature called rawhead is awakened from its slumber near an irish village it goes on a rampage killing everyone in sight Ooh, yeah there you go. That pretty much sums it up, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, um, how many pages of notes did you happen to write for this? Oh, uh, this is a, a question that I like to ask. I think it's become a bit of a ritual now. So, seven, seven, uh, A four mm. or A five? A four. Ooh, because we're normally on the money aren't with this, yeah. aren't we? So, uh, se- seven A four, yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, half of it's useless because I'm, I'm looking at it now. But. <laughs> Yeah, I wrote one, two, three, four uh, double-sided pages of A4. So we're roughly about the same, aren't we? I oh think. yeah. When I say yeah, one, four double, so eight, eight, so eight sides. Yeah, I've got seven. You've got eight. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. not bad, is it? No. Um. Anyway, shall we um have a listen to the relatively short trailer? I think it's just yeah. about. Just over a minute long, isn't it? it? Is. So gets to the point again. So um yeah, they didn't fuck about in the eighties, did they really? No, so, not at all. Uh there you go. Right. So um here is the trailer for Rawhead Rex. What I saw wasn't human. Oh my god! <laughs> Very tall. What's more, it saw me. This 
thing. So there you go. Um, now, the running time of the film is um, just shy of an hour and 30 minutes, isn't it? It's um, Yeah. Because I, I watched this on YouTube. Um, not particularly great quality. Yeah, that's where I saw it. I thought, yeah, the quality was awful. It, so, you know, there are some scenes which um, were a little bit sort of blocky. and um, yeah. <laughs> Some of them, I've got a rough idea what was happening. <laughs> Um, particularly because a lot of it was shot at night as well so mm. um it's maybe been a bit difficult to pick out and as i say the one scene you possibly didn't actually see what it was that i mentioned or referred to earlier on because oh, i think i know the one and i have seen it since at higher at a higher resolution ah there you go now this did receive uh via arrow film uh or video because uh, we do a lot of reviews for them. Um, a 4K transfer. Um, 4K. 4K. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just wonder, actually. Um, I, I don't know whether we did a review of it. I didn't definitely didn't do a review of it, but whether Dave did or not. So, um, but anyway, go to 60 Minutes with uh, .co.uk uh, to have a look. Yes, they did. Uh, and uh, it was actually Tina that um, wrote a review. Maybe I'll read that out later on because Tina did send send some correspondence. But anyway, as with all of the Arrow movies, they have extensive extras. So um, there were tons of tons of extras that that were, um, you know, but yeah, it's not a massively uh, long review. So probably I'll read that out later on. I'll I'll keep that up. So, um, but yes, um, so let's, shall we do the um the old what the fuck did i write <laughs> quiz <laughs> yes because it it is like you know i i should have turned the light on actually really in the room i've been um the so- i seemed my writing seems to have shrunk <laughs> so it not only is it untidy it's half its normal size yeah so i um started to write this last night and Kay was sat next to me and um i'd written probably three pages in the space of about 10 minutes <laughs> and she said what are you are you writing the bloody script or something and i said no i'm just writing things that you know kind of caught my attention or something like that so but um no i did i was furiously scribbling as i was watching this film so uh so anyway it it opens up with um farmers kind of excavating a um like a, a a totem or a... yeah well i thought it was a tree stump at first because of the resolution of the video i was watching and mm. then i figured out it was yeah like a like a rock pole monolith yes. type totem thing yes Column, almost yeah it's and so they've got a tractor and uh there's three of them and yeah. the one bloke he's i mean he's fucking desperate to get this out of his field why are they so desperate to get it out uh well and I, it also went through my mind is it just appeared out of nowhere like yeah it, <laughs> it's 
I mean, did they? And then I started to try and fill in the blanks. Have they just bought this field? Yeah. And then they realised, oh, the fucker who sold me this field didn't tell me about that yeah. great, great big fucking stone thing that was sticking out. I can't plant, you know, I can't plant any. Well, I don't know, because the field was all brown. So yeah. it's like it's been ploughed, ready for crops, sort of. And it's, they just, it's like, ah, for fuck's sake, I want to get one extra potato in my field and there's a fucking totem pole there. <laughs> um, so they're, they're doing that. And then the film kind of, the film generally does jump around oh it it does like to jump doesn't it it does like it's short five to ten second scene if that and then just go "Ah, fuck it we're off somewhere else yeah and the lead character i mean he must have like teleportation as a (laughs) a skill because there are certain points in the film where he's in the church then he's in the police station then he's in his hotel room then he's in the car and he's thinking fuck me you know it's how the Friggin' hell, you were, a minute ago, you were in the church having a conversation. Yeah. Next thing, you're in the fucking police station. What? Yeah. So, I endowed as Mr. Knitwear until he found his name out because he's just got that amazing cardigan. He has got an amazing cardigan. See, throughout the whole of the film, I wrote down, I just wrote down man because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what his name was. Um, but it, it is Howard. But yes. I, 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 it takes I mean, a while. I mean, yeah. in a film that's one hour 29, I was probably a third of the way through it before I figured his name was Howard. And I wrote that as Hollenbeck. Turns out it's Hallenbeck. Yeah. And so, I think when he first introduced himself, I put something else. I, I got his name wrong. So, mm, yeah. But, so yeah. I just wrote down man. That was it. I just, it's just And the thing is, like the, the start of the film, like, it, you know, you kind of cut between these farmers and the, all these people trying to take this thing out, you know, with a tractor. It's not yeah. moving. He's trying to eat it with his shovel. It's not moving. And then him, the man, furiously driving to his wife and two kids because you well, don't know exa- exactly I, where he's going. No, we don't know where you are. You don't know where he's going. He's having a fag in the car. Car's got a sunroof, so you know, not not a bad little motor for back then. And I, I was puzzled. He drove. He, he drove past his family. <laughs> yeah, he did. He didn't stop. Didn't wave. Just carried on. Uh, what you do see is a woman and a child coming out of a I don't know, fucking shop or whatever, and the kid starts running after the car. I thought, what, what the fuck is going on? What? Why would you not acknowledge your own family? Yeah, why wouldn't you just slow down and go, hi, I'm just going to the church, I'll be back yeah. soon. But no, it's like he is on a man on a mission at this point because he's just, you know, he, he, it looks as if he's kind of going quite fast. The music that's playing in the background, the score, kind of makes that, gives it that sense of urgency a little bit. So you're thinking, yeah. oh, <laughs> hell, where's he going? And then, you know, he needs to get to his family. No, yeah. he just no. fucking drives right past them. I love that. That's awesome. Um so then he goes to this church and they do reuse quite a lot of the locations. Um, yes. It's fair to say. You know, I imagine that it was a relatively low budget for the film. Um, so you've got the, the church, the police station. Or, the well, bedroom. The bedroom. I don't even know if it's a police station, to be honest with you. It's yeah. just where all the coppers hang about. And, hang about. and a forest. And a caravan site. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not even a caravan site, really. There's just a lot of caravans. Yeah. you know dotted together um again not casting any aspersions because it's mm-hmm. an irish film or set in ireland but that, 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 just stating a fact um so anyway he goes into the church and sees the stained glass window which isn't yeah. unusual for a church obviously uh except it's 
he he doesn't know this at the time, but it's uh the one that it's a picture of Rawhead Rex, isn't yeah. it? It's got glowing red laser eyes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've been to a few churches in my time. I've never seen a, a, a demon. <laughs> <laughs> a demon I mean, in the... Yeah. I mean, the devil, possibly. Yeah, but... the devil, white Jesus, but never never an out-and-out out fucking monster. Mm. It's, pretty or, it's pretty evil, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the vicar... Oh, Jesus it, Christ. This, they're singing at this point, aren't they? Yeah. Hallow fucking Lulia. Good grief. Yeah, well, and, and the, well, he's not a vicar, is he? I think he's, um, I, I, they do. Wanker? They do refer to him as something. Um, mm. But yeah. That's right, my daughter just walks in. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, so, but yeah, they're singing. Because um, the guy isn't in actually at the church at this point. He's kind yeah. of like milling about, taking photographs. Yeah, and he's gone out to the graveyard, hasn't he? Because we, we are we are jumping now, aren't we? Scene, 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 scene. Yeah, and the singing, the congregation singing. The the, vi- yeah. the vicar, the what's his name? Um, Declan. De- Declan. Yeah, he he looks bored shitless, doesn't he? Yes. Uh, and um, that yeah, he just he can't. Be, but he's singing like really loudly, as vicars sometimes do, because the congregation can't be asked, or it's a bit of a drone. So that he's getting right behind it, isn't he? Uh, yeah. But he's basically just shouting, isn't he? You know the the words yeah. of the of the hymn. Um, we cut back to the farmers. Yes, and they're still trying to get this bloody rock out of the ground. There's a, a half second shot of a really big black cloud in the sky. Yeah, the two of them go. Oh, I'm going for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of them actually says, "Oh, I've got to go. My dinner's on the table," um, yeah. which you know is uh, is awesome. Yeah, so they basically give up, and um, yeah, he's in the the churchyard taking really shitty photos. Yeah, like because at one point, like his son turns up. Yeah, this is where we figure. Oh, right. So yeah, he did just drive past his child. He's made his child run across the village to the church just to say hello. Yeah, uh, and. He takes a picture of him, but it's it's totally out of focus. Or it could yeah. have just been the picture that I was watching. Um, yeah, yeah, true. So, but and then I kind of I wrote down: Are they American? Yeah, and that's I, what I put. But I, I, yeah, I put he's American? Question mark. Yeah, because I think he's probably got. If he is, he he's got the weakest accent out of yeah. all of them. Um, but yeah, it's ominous, isn't it? Because like you mentioned, the dark clouds. Well, like, yeah, because he looks up and there's a storm as well, isn't there? There's a, there's a there's a storm brewing for them as well. So ooh, yeah, yeah, ominous, ominous tidings. Yeah, the lightning starts to sort of you know crash down, and um, the, the the farmer he sticks his shovel in the yeah the, the, yeah back with the farmer. He's sticking his shovel in the ground. Smoke starts coming out of the ground, and this <laughs> this doesn't disturb him in the slightest. Yeah, and it is like proper smoke, isn't it? And so yeah. he, he's like, you know, kind of carrying on. He's got, I'll get you, you bastard, because he wants, he really wants this fucking stone out of out the ground. He's he's obsessed with it. He's, you know, he wants it out the. the so, um, and we're and, singing Hallelujah again. Yeah, the vicar he cuts back to him, and he he looks pissed off because apparently yeah. somebody in the congregation's sniggering or something. Well, I thought she fancied him. There was a look of like admiration from a bland ugly woman to the vicar (laughs) (laughs) i was just thinking there's really best not be a sex scene between those two at some point oh god um yeah so he starts singing louder and then lightning hits the the totem or the monolith whatever and then rawhead rex he 
pops out of it, doesn't he? Sort of yeah. shoots out. Now we'll talk about Rawhead Rex and his cop. You know the 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 effects and the costume when we get to the middle, but a bit more detail. Yeah. But for me, this is quite possibly the best use of the, the effects and the outfit, and yeah. you know, because when you see his face faced on, you know, <sighs> it's yeah. it's a rubber mask in it. You know, mm. you it's it's not great at all no it's it's not good but here yeah from a side view him coming out of the ground he's all covered in soil and it flings off his back and he's got his weird hair thing going on yeah he, he looks a bit mean and lightning and everything yeah quite quite effective yeah and then sort of like jump back to the church because this a, a woman touches uh, some cloth uh, on the sorry, I should. I shouldn't pause there, should I? She <laughs> she touches something um, like uh, t- towards the altar yeah. and like uh, some cloth, and it's like does that kind of really shitty red effect, like yeah. it's kind of burnt her hand, uh, but it looks like a typical kind of cheap eighties effect, um, and she screams out, and you know that kind of happens. Um, so then the guy goes to the church, um, and he notices the red eyes. He's drawn to them, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, As you would be like, why, why is this place full of natural light apart from two laser beams coming from one window? Yeah. Um, and he's looking for Reverend Coot. Yes. And he even goes there, doesn't he? He he goes... (laughs) He says something like, is he old? Or something like that, yeah. which, you know, fair well, enough. I thought, I thought, all right, this fellow's Reverend Coot. Uh, no, he's not. No, he says, I'm not your man. Okay, I thought, right. Yeah. For, first scene with the character. I'm looking for Reverend Coot. No, I'm not that person. Mm. Okay. And, and Reverend Coot is the nice priest. And yeah. Declan's an evil bastard, isn't he? It's fair yeah. to say. Yeah, um, he wants Coot, didn't he? Because he, Coot had apparently agreed that he could take pictures of the church. Yes, and for some reason, I, I I don't know the 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 um. Ooh, there's a word. What's that word? When um, someone's of a higher thing, senior seniority. That's, there you go. I didn't know the seniority of these church people because I thought, well, surely if it's Reverend Coot, he'd have say. So why are you asking this little? weird bald man if it's okay and he's not saying yes of course you can if reverend coot said you could go for it mm. he Just... he d- um th- this guy the bald guy declan he he definitely doesn't do anything to dispel some of the you know the things that have come out about the church does he really no. you think he's he's a he's not a very nice man you know no. <laughs> i wouldn't leave my kids alone with him no um, no <laughs> Uh, he's very intense, shall we just say? Um, yeah. Well, my, yeah, my first is Declan's a twat and he's unhelpful. Yes, he is a knob. And then he touches cloth. Um, and yeah, because yeah, because yeah, he leaves. There's a there was a weird noise, which is sort of a halfway between a roar and a bird whistle. Mm. And he touches the cloth and burns his hand. Starts screaming, stroke laughing. Yeah. And then you get some kind of vision in a forest walking through or something. And is he seeing through the eyes of raw head Rex? So I, yeah, exactly, exactly what I wrote down is pretty much he's see, I thought he's seeing through the eyes of raw head. Cause he, you know, he's looking through 
somebody else's vision and yeah. then he starts smiling like a maniac doesn't he yeah and he I calls gone how how is it a, well i'm asking questions like why why is that altar somewhere where you can touch cloth and see through the eyes of rawhead um yeah and yeah he starts calling the glass rawhead doesn't he as well yeah he calls the glass rawhead um so yeah the um the, the what's his fucking name again okay I can't, I can't, howard. The, howard howard yes. howard that's it that's it he sees the head church guy that's exactly yes. what i wrote down um <laughs> who suggests and this is again kind of suggested but he suggests that the church was built on an evil site or something something like that he, he's only wants something neolithic and the, yeah. The, yeah the church was built confused the fuck out of me yeah because i've got he wants a neolithic site on the church grounds but especially the stained glass windows which wouldn't mm. have been i mm. yeah yeah um so, but then go back to the, their hotel room. Uh, his kids are fighting, like mine yeah. were just. Um, and his wife is doing herself up. Uh, yeah, she's wandering around in front of her kids in Elingere. Yeah, yeah. She's definitely, like, really horny, I think. Yeah, I think she's a slag. <laughs> I would be surprised if they're both his children. Uh, and But also that, she's giving him shit as well. Because, I yeah. mean, he just wants to do his thing you know and take photographs and she's just giving him shit while she's doing herself up and leaving yeah. the kids to it pretty much this well, is the thing as well i'm kind of on her side because he's taken her halfway across the world to go and stay in basically a muddy crappy village in the anal end of ireland mm. yeah because she, she wants to go to dublin doesn't she yeah and uh you know he just wants to poke around old churches church, churches rather than poking her which i think yeah. that's what she wants um but yeah we'll get to this in a bit but these two are the world's shittest parents as well yes. i mean they are fucking social services would whip these kids away you know before they knew what was going on yeah uh, uh, but we'll we'll get to that um again cut now to a farmhouse yes a shitty farm place as i put it <laughs> And a man and, and um, I'm assuming it's his wife. There, yes. uh, she's pregnant, and um, he sees a, like a, an open barn door. And yeah. Well, she has a go at him because he left the barn door open because she's sat there making an Irish stew of some description. Yeah, or casserole, yeah, isn't she? Cabbage, so- cabbage, potato, and meat. <laughs> uh, and uh, before he goes out to close the door of the barn he sort of like he grabs her by the belly a little bit doesn't he like it's like he sort of like it's almost like he strokes her belly but it's just done in such a weird Mm -hmm. way it made me notice it do you know what i mean yes it's not like a tender oh there's my little belly child that's gonna pop out it's a bit (laughs) weird yeah it's all like Ooh, that's my baby that's in yeah. there. Or so I don't know. It's very weird. Oh, anyway. my cheese is growing. <laughs> well, it's funny you mention that because <laughs> there there are some words. Well, I've actually got some quotes from the book, and you yeah, it's it's, it's Clive Barker pretty much wrote that. <laughs> anyway, I'll, but did it did it in such a fancy way that you wouldn't have just, you know, thought you're just a bit weird. Um hmm. so yeah, he finds that the padlock has been taken off and 
get nice cuts of her whilst she's cutting meat. Yeah. Um, you know, so you know what's going to happen to him, basically. Um, I just like to point out in this barn, all they seem to keep in there is empty wooden boxes. Yeah, pretty much. It's stacked like to the roof, isn't it? To the rafters. <laughs> yeah, just, just vegetable boxes. <laughs> um, and then uh, Rawhead pops out and rips his face <laughs> off. Yeah. Uh, well, and uh, then I mean, there's a lot of sort of like first person view as well because perhaps the Although they do show him off quite a bit, but yeah. maybe they realised mm, perhaps well, I, would, actually, I, would, I would like to say the fella, right, because he bursts through the door yeah. and he shows a remarkable ability to not freeze on the spot. Because, yeah. you know, like if you're scared shitless, you tend to freeze for a second and then react. Yeah. He's off like a fucking whippet out of that door. <laughs> yeah. It's um, like, <laughs> he's off. I mean, he yeah. gets caught, obviously, but and, and, and done in. But I thought, fair play, mate. You, you were scared and you reacted like a greyhound. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, fight or flight, isn't it, I guess? Yeah, um, uh, So, but yeah, so the first person sort of like view, which reminded me a bit of Evil Dead, you know, yeah. sort of like that kind of, you know, you, you don't actually see the thing that's stalking them. Yeah. But And maybe if they'd have stuck to that a little bit, perhaps the film would have been a bit more effective as a horror. Yeah. Rather, rather than a comedy, which, you know... <laughs> <laughs> um but so anyway she sees uh rawhead come in drops the nice casserole she's just been making yeah what a waste what a waste of lovely meat and potatoes um and then it, it, she's freaking out running through the house and he breaks in no he, breaks in. <laughs> he, he doesn't just break in to get to her he oh, yeah. basically old, old asbo rex yeah yeah he's a fucking vandal isn't he yeah. he, he just wants to wreck the joint like he's proper, he's trashing it. I'm thinking, what, what's, what have they done to you? Like, if you want to kill him, just kill him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he, he doesn't just kill him. He fucking, he, he rips the kitchen yeah. apart. I mean, that's what I put up. Oh, he's, <laughs> but he smashes the kitchen up. What a rotter! Uh, she's <laughs> hit upstairs. He's still twatting the kitchen. Fucking no, not the spaghetti. Oh yes, because he spooks spaghetti everywhere as well. And there's a close up of the spaghetti all over yeah. the floor. Coming out the packet. Um, and she's running up the stairs. And I must admit, I thought, fuck it, she's going to give birth at any point because of the way she's moaning and groaning. Um, and he, she sort of like locks herself in the bedroom and he breaks in. Yeah. Scratches her belly, but yeah. doesn't, you know, claw her skin. He just rips the dress a little bit, yeah. exposing the, the belly. Yeah. Um, and then he's standing over her. And he goes, well, you think he's going to go and kill her. But then he just stops, doesn't he? Yeah. And he sort of like hovers his hand over the belly. And that's it. It, it doesn't help whenever it, whenever it cuts back to the, the creature's face. There's no expressions on it. No. So I was trying to figure out, what, so he won't kill a pregnant lady like the predator? Or I, I, I wasn't entirely sure if he killed her or not at that point. Yeah, because there, there are some parallels between this and predator i guess to a certain degree <laughs> uh, <laughs> stretch that imagination though jesus well, christ I, I, I am pushing it slightly yeah um you know it's basically a, to- a big dude in a suit killing people that's yeah. as far as it goes but also <laughs> yeah. he seems to have some kind of morals or code yeah uh, now in the book or the audio book which i listened to uh, which to be fair follows the the main story of the movie relatively closely but this this scene 
is he breaks into the barn, kills a cow or a horse or an animal, can't which, remember which. He kills someone else, she, uh, the husband, and then the woman has got a, a daughter, a seven-year-old, and he kills the do- he kills the kid. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh, so, um, but and also, so that was all replaced with he throws spaghetti on the floor and and destroys a bag of flour. Pretty much makes yeah. a mess. Smashes the yeah, it just makes a mess. Um, but there's also something in there because he he likes uh, child meat. I think that it's described okay. as. Um, so he likes like he doesn't like eating man meat because it's tougher. But he <laughs> likes- <laughs> it's see this is from, not you know, that, way in, that way inclined no this is from the, the the you know the book of the the pen of clive barker he, he likes eating kids because they're a bit more tender um and he doesn't like women because the book is very much told from the point of view of rawhead rex which are, you know <laughs> okay. is fair enough um but and he doesn't like women who are on their period um because of the blood he, you know, he just he he doesn't like any of that at all. So that's too much seasoning, does it? <laughs> um, now, so instead that... of all that, what we get is a is a big monster basically doing ah, is it finders keepers with Neil Buchanan? Uh yeah, so, yeah, that's it. Yeah, smash mm. up the place, yeah. and then um, you know, he found the but... so yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um. But then you cut back to um, the man and his missus. Uh, yeah. They're out or, and about. Apparently, they've Madeline McCann their own children. Oh, th- 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 yeah. They're alone. I, I'm yeah. going to even put dot, dot, dot. They're out walking. Dot, 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 dot. Alone. Where are the yeah. kids? Where, right. where? Left them in the hotel. They'll be safe. What could happen? Put a little something in their, you know, their, their drinks for nighttime. And pff, yeah. that's it. It's just like, well. You know they'll be fine we'll leave them um this was the 80s after all you know nothing yeah. bad happened to kids i guess in the 80s um so and this is weird like she desperately wants his knob at this yeah. point and I think this is where we're going with you know, dampness between the legs i think this, mm. yeah because they're kissing in the street like you know snogging yeah and um it's a big street and this this grumpy old bitch in a red coat just basically yeah. stands in front of them <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> glares at them, stares at them, coughs, and they have to separate to allow this woman to walk past. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, apparently that was a little homage to "Don't Look Now." Um. Yeah. From what I've read, um, that's what I read as well. Yeah. So that was a bit bit of an odd scene, I guess. Um. So yeah, then. Uh, they discover the body at the farm, you know, a uh, bloke pulls up to the farm, doesn't he? And sees that it's been trashed. He put, he pulls up in his truck of hay. Uh, yeah. And he's listening to some wonderfully non-licensed music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Really? Yeah. Paying uh, a license for a musical track. No. Yeah. No, I've no idea what the fuck I'm going to put on at the end of the, this episode. Cause there's no music in it. I can <laughs> no. play. Um, but yeah, he discovers the uh, the woman who sort of because this is the other thing as well. I mean, you discover as the film goes on that Rawhead Rex can hypnotize people. Yeah, sort of. So yeah. I I kind of thought, has he hypnotized her? Has he done something to her? Because she kind of growls at him. Yeah, and then starts moaning and crying instead. Well, and moaning. Yeah, starts screaming and you know breaking down and sort of like you know, um, the police turn up and. Um, <laughs> 
randomly, even though they're saying there's never been any killings in this village or that, you know, there's no crime whatsoever. Uh, they think it's a revenge killing. Yes, revenge killing and by more than one person. Which is just odd. I mean, I kind of I wrote down the police officer, the lead copper is a crap Columbo. Yes. Um, <laughs> That's what the I the police are shit, aren't they? They are terrible. Absolutely they, awful. I said one person couldn't have done all this damage. What broke one window and thrown some kitchen goods on the floor? And I'm pretty spaghetti. sure I can do that. Yeah, yeah throw, throw some spaghetti on the floor. Um, and uh, you see, then Rawhead he's dragging the body off of the bloke into the woods. Yeah. Um, and then the man and his missus are in the the room and. She is a dirty bitch, and that's yeah. exactly what I wrote down. Because uh, she desperately wants a shag, you know, yeah. even though the kids are in the room next door. Yeah, uh, I mean, my... her, her leg skin must be shriveling. You no, know when you go in the bath and your fingers go shrivelly, her <laughs> entire thigh must be like that now. Yeah, but instead of you know obliging her, he yeah. decides he wants to go for a walk. Yeah, he's already, he's already got his another lovely sweater on. Mm. Uh, but he does tell her to keep it warm for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think he meant the bed either, did he? He meant her her clunge, as you like to call it. <laughs> uh, and this is the first part one of Rawhead Rex terrorises the caravan park. Yes. Uh, because uh, you see another horny bloke and yep. uh, his girlfriend. And have the uncomfortable kissing scene where you really don't think the involved actors were... Just didn't really know what to do. It was just really odd. It was a, it was as erotic as a toilet roll. Yeah, because he de- he's like he's all over her, like a rash, yeah. isn't he? Um, but then they're in they're in a caravan, and it's like it's a smallish caravan. It's not like yeah. a, a, a what do you call them the the static caravans, is yeah. it? It's not. It's, it's a, not like a you know Avante Deluxe Express. It's, no, uh, yeah. it's small touring caravan, mm. and there's a little kid in there watching them. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> I thought oh, they're babysitting him. Uh, yeah, he's playing with his toys and making a noise and they get distracted. It's, it's like his, I think the, yeah, Andy is the fella. I think he's annoyed. I think that's his brother, isn't it? Mm. So he's annoyed at his brother who's in the same room as him because his noise is stopping him, stopping him fingering his girlfriend. Yeah, because he, he's watching, he's got the TV on. Yeah. He's playing with a shitty t- toy robot. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like it's probably one of the worst toys that you can ever. Yeah. Have. You'd have thought, well, you fucking gave him that, but he loves it. Yeah. Really. It was fun for five seconds. And he's not. A, a, I mean, he's probably what a twelve, thirteen. Yeah, he's playing with stuff. He should be seven. Yeah. Or eight. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Not at the age where he's going to start growing hairs. Mm. And. Uh, then, like, Rawhead is sort of, like, milling around outside, isn't he? Uh, yeah. And uh, then, so they go off, the, the man and woman, to, you yeah. know, go into the forest to have they a bit call, more. They call his brother, you little pig. <laughs> you little bastard. <laughs> you little piggy bastard, you. <laughs> yeah. So they just call him a, a, not a dickhead or something like that. They, yeah. they, 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 basically, he's swearing at his little brother. Yeah. Um, and they, somehow, they shut the door of the caravan, and apparently that makes it impossible to open again. Yeah, it locks him in. You know, what if there was yeah. a fire? Yeah. Um, but also, they take his toy robot. You know, because that'll yeah. show him, won't it? You know. <laughs> um, and then they go. They drop it on the floor. Rawhead yeah. walks up, picks it up, 
Um, and he's so I at this point because you get a close up of his feet, you know, because yeah. he's 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 kind of you know picking up this robot off the floor. So I thought I looked at it. I thought, he's wearing boots. Yes. Like, so he pops up out the ground, and you know he looks like a bit raggedy and whatever, but. Yeah. He's got clothes on. He's got boots on. Where? Where, where from? Where? Because he... he's only he's killed a he's killed a farmer. So yeah, where has he got boots to fit his giant feet as well? Yeah. No, I'm guessing that you know that they were on him already. But but then if he's thousands of years old, where did he get big leather boots, boots. from with rubber soles? Yeah. And it, you know there are. It does look a bit like an extra out of a rock, yeah. an eighties rock video, doesn't it? You know, yeah. Because um, of what he's wearing, like the sort of big shoulder type pad things that he's got on. Um, see, like with the Predator, at least he doesn't have shoes, does he? he just yeah. runs in his feet, you know, with his yeah. bare feet kind of thing. So it was, it was just, it was so odd seeing he'd got boots on. It just thinking, no, no, I'm not buying that. No. Yeah, his look was really because, like I said earlier, I exp- I thought this was like a heavy metal rock uh, horror film or something, but it's not. Even though, yeah, he's basically dressed in what looks like, and it's, I don't think it is, but it looks like a leather jacket half the time that he's dressed in. But yeah, not. yeah, exactly. And also, I mean, he's a massive pervert. I think it's fair to say because mm. there's the, he, he likes to watch people, doesn't he? And yeah, because um, the the man and the woman they're in the uh, woods. The kid happens to get out um yeah. and he chases after them but because he finds that his toy robot has been smashed up as well because yeah. rex drops it on the ground right his brother drops it on the ground it just lands on the leaves he picks it up drops it on the ground and it breaks into a thousand pieces mm, smashes doesn't it yeah. so he thinks his brother smashed his robot up so he's pissed off um but then he he happens to come across um rawhead who's eating the man from the farm yeah. dennis his name was <laughs> who happens to be Dennis and Jenny? Uh, he happens to be done up a bit like the, this. Is where the Predator references yeah. come because he's sort of like he's strung up in the trees, isn't he? And yeah. and Rex is just munching on him. Yeah, you know, sort sort of as much as much munching as as the budget would allow this non-movable rub, rubber mask to do anything. Yeah. Um. Then we go to another caravan. Um, where there's this woman knitting and <laughs> and a <laughs> drunk Irishman, <laughs> um, and he he's falling asleep pretty much with a beer yeah. on his you know and uh, they let the boy in because he's traumatized and he can't speak. Yeah, uh, little Neil that that was his name, wasn't it? He can't yeah. talk. Um, and this is quite funny because you know they're trying to sort of like you know saying oh what's the matter you okay you okay but because he's not speaking the bloke just starts shouting at him (laughs) (laughs) he's like what's the matter what's the matter what's the matter you know he's like properly getting i'm surprised he didn't slap him yeah um because the whole caravan crew come out didn't they all the whole the whole uh, gypsy brigade <laughs> every all of them turn up at this point don't they like yeah. the whole caravan park and uh then um the the woman sort of she sees the body uh this is the two people that are trying to yeah. shag in the 
in the woods. Well, she seems to be trying to get away, but he's very insistent that they should be having sex. He's a bit rapey, isn't he? Very rapey, yeah, yeah. It, you know, you can imagine him turning at one point. You know, if yeah. if he didn't get it on, um, so she sees the body. They freak out. They're running through the woods together, and the camera is lingering on there hands because they're holding hands as they're running <laughs> which is never a good idea i don't think no, no. um you basically but, you leave the woman behind if you're the quicker runner <laughs> yeah and uh but yeah the camera is sort of like looking at their hands uh yeah. and you're thinking well something's gonna come up here um and she runs back to the caravan park uh because it rawhead pops out gets him yeah she well, seems to sort of gets him doesn't it? Mm. yeah sort of sort of that first person camera thing again isn't it as it moves towards the arm yeah and she runs to the caravan park (laughs) this is quite funny uh and uh then they discover that basically it's again it's an evil dead moment isn't it kind of thing you know uh that his hand is still attached to hers she's still holding his hand she didn't notice minus the body obviously (laughs) um but this howard um he's sort of out and about and he sees rawhead in the distance but then he kind of blinks and he's disappeared hasn't he so he he doesn't know what he's actually seen but he believes he's seen something yeah so he's gone from the hotel to the caravan park ish Mm. yeah um and then the caravan mob go into the woods to look for the horny dude um and they find the um the the body yeah but then also the man oh can hear the siren he can hear the sirens in the background um so that didn't tie up for me i know it's i'm nitpicking a little bit here but this did make me laugh because one of them goes um when they find him he says oh no it's a bloody massacre yeah (laughs) do you think someone should call the police i was like well, should you have not done that 10 minutes ago when someone turned up with a severed hand? Yes, rather than going out in the woods to look yeah. yourself. Um, so anyway, uh, Rawhead holds the severed head aloft. He likes doing yeah. that, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. Um, and then the next day, the police discover the farmer's body uh, who was digging up the stone oh, originally. Some other, some more great detective work. It's like... Oh, how long do you think he's been dead for? Hmm. I'd say I'd say he's been dead less than twenty four hours. Like, well, we know that because you've got his fucking mates there who are saying, "Oh, with him yesterday." Yeah, and it was about twenty four hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So then Howard goes to the station to uh, speak to the police, um, <laughs> and he says he saw something that wasn't human. Mm. Um. It was eight or nine foot tall with burning red eyes. Now, what conclusion did the police come to? <laughs> I think you might have seen a cow. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a cow with burning red eyes yeah. or eight or nine foot tall. Um, but, you know, they're, they're quite dismissive of him at this point, yeah. aren't they? Fine, fine officers. Yeah. Um, he then goes to the church again and... Uh, speaks to the the priest who discovers that the records have been moved yes, the parish records are stolen 
Oh, so wonder what's happened then to them. Uh, he then starts taking a Polaroid of the stained glass windows and everything, and yeah. then the mean twat vicar appears. And doesn't he try to figure out the Latin on it? Yeah, he's sort yeah. of like he's yeah he's speaking out loud, isn't he? Uh, Death goes in fear of what it cannot be. Right. Death. Death. It didn't make any sense to me. No. Okay. Maybe and maybe I kind of like having listened to the book and then watched the or watched the film as well because um, the, the big twist at the end because he can't be a woman, can he? Possibly. Uh, true. True. There you go. But well, yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit um mm. so anyway he bumps into him and yeah. he drops his camera and the fucking vicar just smashes it he treads on it doesn't he yeah, he's a fucking arsehole he says get <laughs> the fuck out of here and smashes his camera yeah get the fuck out this church it's like charming you're not really yeah. selling coming to church on sunday but you know yeah. um so then they're packing up to leave aren't they and yeah, they've had enough yeah good move uh, she um they're driving and the you know the kids are sort of bickering as they do um and she this is now she thinks she saw something in a field yeah so in you know instead of sort of like just thinking oh fuck it i ain't gonna stop and have a look they stop and go back don't they yeah he reverses right back up the road and apparently it's a scarecrow yes Though I wasn't sure if it was a scarecrow if it was rex it was rex wasn't it must have been rex well yeah because it does it you don't see it it's close a fucking, up. It's a fucking stocky stair, stocky scarecrow. Just try and say that fast. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it. It's not your typical looking scarecrow with a straw yeah. hat and a, you know a, all that kind of jazz. Yeah, it's uh, not it, the dancing Disney one looking for a brain. It's it's like a hell vision. <laughs> um, but then the, go back to the police station and the police. Then they get a uh, a drawing off little Neil. <laughs> a fucking shit drawing. <laughs> it is. It's like a fucking a, a three-year-old's drawing it. I think my daughter yeah. could, my my, my three-year-old could draw better yeah. than that. Um, I and, think that was genuine concept art for the costume. Yeah, um, that it, it's a it's a shit picture of Rawhead, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, it's basically yeah, like a it's a black mouth and a couple of red eyes and a wiggly line around it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, you go back to the car, and his daughter needs a piss, so they have to stop off. Um, now the mom is quite happy for her to just toddle off on her own yeah. in a in a field with you know and and they'll they'll leave them yeah. she, just leave them to it she, she'll be fine she needs to grow up at some point I'm like um okay fair enough yeah, mm. clearly well, he's better. not much better no he's only sort of like you know well feels guilty I guess about yeah. going with her he kind of then, lets her into a field and then stands behind the weird gate thing while she goes out of his sight behind a giant bush yes and this is the man who thought he saw a giant monster less than 12 hours earlier yeah yeah just just yeah go over there just go so i can't see you yeah you'll be fine you'll be fine yeah um he gets a little bit spooked um and then hears his daughter screaming and you're thinking the worst uh so the mum's got bloody good ears i was gonna say the wife now actually gives a shit because she gets out the car sprints over they both go and discover that there's a dead rabbit on the floor um and uh then you see like they've sort of left the the boy in the car on his own and then rawhead 
he comes yeah. up to the car. There's a bit of a struggle, and he yeah. pulls the the son out, and then he fucking eats him. Um, yeah. this, and, uh, this is the thing: the mum heard the daughter scream from inside the car, and she was like halfway across the field. She heard the scream inside the car. When she's outside, she doesn't hear with her fucking laser hearing. She doesn't hear all the commotion by the car as their son gets munched. Mm. And you know, a, a very rubber looking mask at this point. I it is, yeah, particularly because it's in daylight as well. So yeah. it looks even worse. Very but wobbly. He, yeah, he so there's the dad, though, he he sees and hears this. So he runs back, but we can't yes, he can't get through this gate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just gets he, stuck and then just pushes it open. He seems to have lost the ability to open a gate. Yeah. Um, and then you don't see Rawhead eating his son no but you know that he's done it because he sort of like he does that thing where he lifts his head up and then you know brings it yeah. down as if he's taken a bite out of his out the yeah. kid i mean i do that every time i eat anything i lift my head up to the air then i come back down towards the food yes absolutely and uh so then he goes back to the police station and the press are going ape shit uh asking the police questions <laughs> yeah. are there any connection between the murders Yes, they're all dead. (laughs) (laughs) One of them says, when are the army coming? Yeah. But why the fuck would the army go? Oh, God. Um, And now we discover that the man hasn't necessarily got any artistic talent either because he draws an even shitter drawing of your head, doesn't he? it's pretty. It's exactly the same as the boys, pretty much. You know, um, I mean, I'm crap at drawing. It's the kind of thing I'd draw. You know, if I'm playing Pictionary or something like that. Although, if the there was something on the Pictionary card that said Rawhead Rex, I'd be fucking awesome at it. You know. That is true. So, um, so yeah, and also, the police just want to wait to see to see what happens next. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might believe you now. What do we do? We just wait. Yes. Um and um also neither parent seems quite upset enough for my liking. Yeah. Well he's his wife's there and she's kind of just rocking backwards and forwards. Yeah. Maybe she's got a bit catatonic, but he's he's angry, but I don't know, not upset. Mm. Oh. And later on. I get the feeling the police are a little bit fucking sarcastic as well. Um, but uh, but I'll, I'll come to that. Anyway. So anyway, he goes back to the church because he can't sit still at this point, can he? No. he uh, and he goes and he stares at the stained glass window because he's now connecting the dots that the person that killed his or the thing that killed his son is the thing that's pictured in the stained glass window. Yeah. Um, and the priest that was a wanker and smashed up his camera and is just a twat in general. He, he, well, say he's actually nice for a brief period. He's just not an asshole. Yeah. Uh, He's not as big a twat as he was and decides to just tell him some information. mm, Which is that they, or not they, but the people years and years and years ago, um, buried Rawhead alive and, he believes that he's the devil, uh, you know, and then the senior priest sort of comes in uh, and 
the, then they have a conversation about the window and it, because he's got the polaroid pictures he's then sort yeah, of what, what's going on there i was i was getting really confused at this point because it turns out one bit of the window is in a different window because it's the same shape but they made it wrong or did they do it by accident or did they do it on purpose well the, the senior... if they did it on purpose why would you leave the puzzle behind yeah well, and the senior priest, he kind of suggests that it was all a bit of a jigsaw. So they basically just <laughs> they did their best and stuck it all together. Um, the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the bit the, where he finds the other bit of window, it's obvious that that bit doesn't belong in that window. Because no. oh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, yeah. And then so he leaves and then the senior priest touches cloth. Yeah, uh, for some reason, and it burns his hand as well. Yep, and he kind of has the the whole vision thing and whatever. Yeah. But instead of him turning him demented, uh, he just kind of has a sense of dread. I think doesn't he yeah. really? Sort of dread and determination instead of I'm under your command, oh masterful evil one. Yeah. Um, so now part two of Rawhead Rex terrorizes a caravan park. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, you know, you think that if they'd have found a dead body there, there'd have been a bit of a police presence, yeah. you know, no, 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 there'd have been some cordon, you know, the area would have been cordoned off. They wouldn't Possibly. have been allowed to go back. No, no, they're all just there drinking and talking again. Yeah. Just having a bit of a, a knees up and, yeah. you know, having a bit of a party and, um, uh, Rex, like this is where I'm saying, Rex is a bit of a peeping Tom because he's just kind of staring through the windows, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and then he starts getting pissed off with the caravan and yeah, he gets his asbo on again. <laughs> he, he tips it over, yeah. um, you know, and then uh, a dude gets pulled out of the caravan because uh, he's trying to escape. But he, he kind of gets pulled out and he gets munched on, doesn't he? Yeah. And, uh, I put typical, typical jippos think they could beat anyone up. Yes, because then there's a couple that run over to Rex. One's punching him in the back. He gets slammed up against the side of a caravan. Uh, the others get thrown around. He he grabs a woman. Um, <laughs> Whose clothes fall off. <laughs> I was going to say, rips her top off and or rips her, her dress off. Doesn't take a lot to rip it off, to be quite honest with you. No. Um, he grabs her by the neck and, you know, she he throws, up her, against, throws her up against a tree. Um, and then... That somebody comes out with a gun and shoots and misses. Yeah, misses a nine-foot monster and hits a gas canister. And uh, yeah, and then there's an explosion. Um, and then he runs over to the bloke who had the rifle. And at this point, he's running and his head's oh. about to fall off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh god, it's like a little son with a pea head wearing a proper big rubber mask, isn't it? It's all over the place. It's it's wobbling everywhere, yeah. isn't it? Um, <laughs> so then uh, Howard's back at the police station. Uh, they find out about the explosion. Uh, Rawhead's got another severed head at this point. Yep. He likes collecting he severed heads. Uh, and for, they have this weird conversation where uh, Howard believes that Rawhead's been here before. Uh, and the answer is somewhere in the glass. Yeah. Uh, really? Okay. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Um, he and thinks then, the village knows something. Yeah, he, I'm thinking, oh, there's a big conspiracy here. Yeah, like the Wicker Man kind of yeah. thing. They're covering up, you know, or a bit like um, a Nightmare on Elm Street, like you know, the, the village yeah. 
uh, killed raw, or, or Candyman, you know, uh, yeah. sort of like, you know, they, Rawhead was a nice, a nice shy retiring person who either fell in love with the wrong somebody or did something to somebody. And then they buried him alive and it turned yeah. him into a monster kind of thing. That would have been quite cool. Yeah. Oh, we don't know. I mean, yeah. Spoilers. Unless I've missed something, it's none of the above. It's none of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. So anyway, the, the police are driving round in the dark. This is the head shit Columbo guy. Him and another copper are just driving down some country lanes. <laughs> <laughs> and we it, must have overtaken him. Quick. All right. We'll turn round then. Yeah. Do a three point turn in this country yeah. lane. <laughs> they do that. Rex turns up, grabs the chief inspector. Uh, the other policeman scarpers and crashes for some reason. Because he's not really on a bend. He just crashes the car. Yeah, just flips the car over, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah it's a very uh, polite flip. Maybe they, they couldn't afford to actually wreck the car. They could afford to replace a wing mirror and some side glass. Mm. And uh, he grabs the copper, Rex does, and he hypnotises him, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, which I could, I must admit, I couldn't remember that. I couldn't remember much of this at this point. Um, and then the, Howard's back at the police station. And oh, before then, it cuts back to Coot, and Coot has those wank blisters from where he uh, touched the altar. Oh, yes, so yes. It's one of those five-second scenes. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I didn't really pay much attention to that. But this one stood out for me, because he goes back to the... Uh, or you're back at the police station now. And one of the coppers there, uh, he says something like, "Ah, oh, would you like a cup of tea? And he said, he basically tells him to fuck himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, thinking, oh, my, your son's just died. You know, there's lots of shit happening in the village. But would you like a nice cup of tea? Um, so he's not very impressed with that, is he? Let's not really, say. no. No, he's a bit, he's a bit, he's a bit mardy. Yeah. Now, at this point, there's like, I think an hour's gone and there's like 20 minutes or 25 minutes left. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I mean, the, the, say the film, it rattles along, I guess. Um, yeah. And uh, well, it rattles along without really going anywhere, but it's rattling along anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Something's happening at least. Because then Rawhead turns up at the church um, where uh, yeah. the junior vicar is waiting um, and then. Um, the senior vicar sort of like hears a growl and this is the this is the scene that i yeah. the biggest the scene that i always associate with raw, rawhead rex uh because like the, the junior vicar's in the the churchyard and he's sort of like bowing down in front of rawhead and he's going oh master i love you and all this bullshit or whatever and the next thing you know is that Rawhead starts pissing all over him. See, I wasn't sure, given, given the quality of the video I was watching, I really wasn't sure if he was pissing or jizzing. Is well, funnily enough, funnily you mentioned that because, like I said, the book kind of tells the story from the perspective of Rawhead yeah. that he does. It, it does describe him ejaculating at one point, but yeah. not over the priest. Right. But, pissing over the priest. I, said, I, I did see that bit in a better resolution, and it did look like it was well. It looked like the act of pissing, but it still resembled jizz more. Mm. So, I mean, a golden what, I mean, yeah. shower. What the a, fuck is happening? A, a priest having a golden shower outside a church. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I so, mean, it's probably it's happened in real life thousands of times, so it shouldn't be shocking. No, but seeing it was just that's probably my abiding memory of this film. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway. 
the the senior vicar goes back to the church and calls the police and uh the policeman goes reverend reverend where are you <laughs> yes yeah, he replies he is. i'm at the church <laughs> oh where does he think he's gonna be i don't know oh god that did make me laugh anyway um so then again rawhead gets his 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 uh, you know, Asbo back on because he's trash yeah. joint. Um, the junior vicar ca- captures the senior vicar because he sort of runs down into the basement or the, you know, the bells of the church. Because yeah. um, they find the he finds the um, what do we call it? Doesn't he? The um, documents. And, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah, and they also discover that you know they sort of that basically Rawhead has been around before Jesus, before civilization. In his yeah. boots, <laughs> in his his lovely le- leather boots, yeah. um, and, and he wants he, t- he tells me he wants to, Declan tells Coot that he wants to baptize him, which I'm assuming is the pissing, piss. yeah. <laughs> yeah, baptized in monster piss. Yes, and <laughs> this made me laugh because <laughs> they're sort of at the bottom of the stairs, and he and um, the, the the vicar goes to Coot. He goes, <laughs> he goes, get upstairs, fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I it's love like that. A line a, from a different film. That's an insult. But no, yeah. again, in, in the book, it's there. He, he actually says that as well. Yeah. So he does. He go get up, get upstairs, fuckface. That's probably one of my favourite insults. Calling somebody fuckface. You've got you've got like two of the best moments of the film within a minute, within like two minutes of each other. Mon- I mean, monster jizz and fuckface. He does kind of steal the show a little bit, I think. Good old yeah. Declan. Um, but yeah, so then he's destroying the church um, because Rawhead can't enter, or it appears that he can't enter the church. Yeah, he, he does that sort of spacky hand flailing at him, doesn't he? Yeah, and because he's, he's like he's like a vampire, isn't he? He can't cross yeah. the threshold. Of the... Think, he's holding a cross up, and you think, go on, go on, say the power of Christ compels you, but he doesn't, he doesn't yeah. say that. Uh, the police turn up and start surrounding the place and um, he gets that, like you said, he gets the crucifix and he, he thinks he's, he's all cocky now because like yeah. Rawhead backs off, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, and then he grabs him and eats him. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Um, he goes outside and he's like doing a gorilla press like the ultimate warrior because uh, he, he's, <laughs> he's lifting the priest above his head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Can we shoot the bastard? <laughs> you might hit the old man. Yeah. Uh, I think he's dead. <laughs> no, he's not dead. Still moving. Ah. All the police want to do is shoot the monster. I mean, surely they can shoot a nine-foot monster without hitting a small, almost dead man. You'd have thought so. And uh, then shit, Columbo turns up. Yeah. Uh, and I'm wondering. I, I must admit, I couldn't remember any of this. But he gets a couple of petrol canisters, and he he's uh, one of the other coppers realizes what he's doing, but it's too late at this point because he starts pouring petrol, and then. He uh, he sets them on fire. He sets everyone on fire, doesn't he? And then Rex jizzes on him for his for his good work. Yeah, and he he gets himself set on fire, and he's bowing down in front of Rex. And I'm thinking, oh, there's that old saying, isn't there? You know, you wouldn't piss on them if they're on fire. <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah. Um, you know, because uh, he he's like he's going all for you, all for you, master, and all this kind of shit. Um, so then. Uh, Howard, he goes to the church and 
he, he sees the priest and they have a little kind of tussle. Uh, and yeah. oh, no, just before that, he talks to uh, the old... To Coop. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not to... dead. No, he's, he's not, not quite dead. dead, but he sounds like he's had a stroke. Yeah. Uh, he's he's and then dies. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, this is the bit where the, the junior priest is fighting with uh, when, Howard. When Howard walks in the church, Declan is literally just throwing books behind his back, going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> it's like he's he's tearing pages out of a book and just going, yeah. kind of like you know, just re- wrecking shit. Really, mm. um, they're having this fight, and it's a bit like. Um, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, or kind of, or you know, fight where no, what's it called? Uh, Temple of Doom, where uh, you know, the the, the guy, the, the little kid, oh, yeah, yeah, evil yeah. Maharaja, he's he's possessed, and yeah. he's having, and then he has a fight with Short Round who burns him, and yeah. then he comes out of his kind of you know, spell, his hypnotic spell, and all that kind of stuff. This is a bit like that, in as much as the 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 uh the he strang the, the the vicar is strangling howard yeah and uh but then he picks up a burning book which i'm assuming is the bible yeah because uh, it's in a church but yeah uh, fuck who else in there i think uh, no and he puts it on his face yeah and it it it, it does shock him quite a lot doesn't it yeah well, it shocks uh, him enough to to fall over and then a couple of times to look like he's getting up and then sort of go Ooh, again yeah and uh, so he goes to the altar and touches the cloth, does the whole vision <laughs> vision thing. Um, but then he lifts, he opens it up, doesn't he? And it's yeah. like... It's, There's a fucking great red light bulb in there. Yeah. Wouldn't they have... Be, I mean, I suppose you can argue it might not have activated until Rawhead was actually above ground. But wouldn't they have noticed that was there before? That, you know, oh, we can open this. There's something inside it. Yeah. It's well, I right. don't know why. Why would the thing that kills Rawhead be kept in the church inside a box, but that box allows you to see through the eyes of Rawhead? Yeah, it's I very know. it's very odd at this point. Mm. I think they just needed to come up with something that yeah. could kill him. Basically, they came, they came up with a big fossilized turd. Mm, yes, it looks, it looks like a fossil poo. It yeah, uh, another link I guess to um, Temple of Doom, it, like sort of a bit like a shit Shankara stone yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was uh, honestly, I was expecting a sword or a dagger or something. Yeah, or a knife, because he kind yeah. of dis- at, at some point in the, earlier on, he's sort of like you know saying there's a weapon that we can use against him, and I'm thinking, oh yeah, some kind of like you said, kind of uh, knife or something, uh, you know. Uh, but no, it's just a shitty stone kind of. Yeah, it's it's if I it's like if I did pottery, it's what I would make. Yeah, kind of thing. You know, with you know, stick that in the kiln, and my mom would say, "Oh, that's really nice. I'm really proud of you." But actually, it's like a shit. Kind yeah, of well, thing. make it at school when you're five, and then you take it home to your mum and dad. May tell you that it's brilliant, but you never see it again. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, um, he he sort of like finds this thing. Um, and then he chases after Rawhead, who's outside, and uh, he goes something. He, he says he holds it up above his head, and he says something like, "Okay, sweetheart, let's do this." Yeah, really? That, that's not very good dialogue for a sort of scene at this stage. No. Um, 
and then the priest's outside and he like he sort of like i think he gets a bit above his station at this point doesn't he because he yeah. starts ordering rawhead around a little bit yeah don't go so, down too well yeah so rawhead picks him up and um a relatively good effect i think because he sort of like but the priest wants him to kill him that's the thing yeah. he said that before hasn't he, he says like you know yeah. the biggest the greatest honor would be to be killed by rawhead so he kind of gets his wish um but he munches on his neck and there's a massive spray of blood yeah um kind of an over-the-top spray of blood i guess but it kind of you know it's no not that i've ever munched anybody on the neck but you <laughs> <laughs> not, not that I'm a vampire, but <laughs> not not that I'm not so much that it, there's been bloodshed. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, then um, he realizes that the thing that he thought was going to kill Rawhead isn't actually doing anything, and no. Rawhead's chasing him around, trying yeah. to hit him. But <laughs> it's, it's not a good, not the greatest fight ever, is it? It's not a very good fight. No, um, his wife and, turns up. It, randomly so is what his wife again has left their daughter alone yeah, the daughter who's, who's lost a brother yeah i mean of course you're gonna leave her alone mm. um she just randomly turns up um mm-hmm. this is again kind of the predator link i guess because at this point rawhead is about to kill the, the bloke uh because his nails extend like wolverine uh which well kind of, sort of yeah we kind of shuffle forward by half an inch. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like on the Predator, where these not his blades shoot out. It's yeah, a, true, true. It's a cheap knockoff on that, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then she holds up the crappy pottery, and all of a sudden lightning starts shooting out of it. Yep. Uh, a bit like Raiders of the Lost Ark at the end of that, where they open up the Ark. Yeah, budget knockoff version. <laughs> yeah, very budget knockoff. We're in for a laser show. Um, yeah, and it turns out this is what, perhaps going back to the Latin that he was trying to work out, it has to be a woman that kills him, or, yeah. you know, it can't be another bloke. So um, well, We don't know why. No, not really explained. Yeah, the swirly, lasery things everywhere. Some sort of weird little laser stonehenge thing happens yeah and then that red woman comes out yeah uh that's yeah so it's sort of like um a ghostly figure of a woman sort yeah. of melds with his wife and then they he go rawhead falls into a tomb and they walk off thinking it's all you know it's sort of we've killed him hooray yeah. Um, because, and, and the man actually repeats a couple of three times. He says, it's all over now. It's all over now. And you think, well, you know, it's not really over, is it? Let's be honest. Um, and then you get the classic carry ending, I guess, uh, the, the, the little boy, little Neil, little Neil, little uh, Neil, he's putting some flowers on the grave of his brother. And tell you what, they did not bury him quickly. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, then in the background or the foreground, uh, as he's walking off, um, Rawhead's head pops out of the yes. ground. Because what you really need is as close as possible to the camera as well to get all that rubbery goodness. Mm. And also, I don't know if you noticed, but the guy who's wearing the mask, his teeth in it as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of like the mask doesn't even really obscure his his own face. 
because yeah because i sent you yeah. a picture earlier on didn't you and you thought oh yeah. he's got a, he's got two mouths like an alien or something i don't i think it was just a shitty effect but yeah the, the mask was not good there you go anyway um what did you think god uh <laughs> i don't again this is one of those i've, I've enjoyed talking about it yeah it's a bit shit. It's very shit. Yeah. yeah it's a shit film. It, it, it's not quite... It has moments that are stupid enough to be good. Mm. It doesn't quite enter that sort of B-movie territory where things, you know, step over from shit to so bad it's good. It it, it takes itself really seriously, but it, it lets itself down. I yeah. don't think it's gory enough. It's not outrageous enough. Okay, the pissing scene is pretty good because it doesn't. It comes out of nowhere, um, at the you know, get up the stairs, fuck face. But that shouldn't be the best. That's the best line of the film. But yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's all over the place. That there's, there's there's no there is no plot. There's loads of promise of plot. You know, with these stained glass windows, you don't have to have an hour of the history of Rawhead Rex, but it, it seems to have these I you know promises or little snippets that this could go quite deep and it just doesn't so mm. just yeah don't don't tease do other uh, creature effects are terrible and uh the, the that poor that poor man with a mask yeah. it, i mean it is funny there's a few times when, when he's in the car attacking the kid and when he runs where that mask is clearly looser than it's supposed to be and it's wobbling all over the place like a jelly so uh, it's quite funny but it is a terrible film yeah, it's not. I think it's one of those films that's kind of garnered a cult status over yeah. the years. Um, so from from my memories of it, I must admit, I, I remember it being more gory and, you know, horror film than it actually is. I mean, like you mentioned, there is there's a few kind of like, you know, um, gore effects and stuff like that. But it's so ridiculous. And like you said, the, the, the makeup is pretty crap. Um and I look at it more, I think it's one of those that it, it's, like you said, it kind of t- treats itself too seriously. Yeah. Um, like it's a, a proper horror film, like, you know. I mean, yeah. you can you can do it. I mean, if you don't, well, it's like the Jaws thing, isn't it? You know, you show less and you build suspense. But this goes all out to show Rex in his glory. And it and it's not worthy because that just destroys any tension as soon as you see him. And it, it's like the, the, the director wasn't talented enough to realise that, the mask and the, the the makeup work is awful. So yeah. rather than building tension through the way that it's filmed, just thought, ah, fuck it, we'll just have them in full. In we'll we'll film as much as we can at night, but we'll get as many close-ups of that mask still as we can. It, it, so it just lacks any kind of, of tension or horror, really. For yeah. That matter. Yeah, I laughed out loud a few times. Yeah, um, you know, rather than I, I didn't find it scary at at all. I think it's 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 absolutely ridiculous. Um, saying that, it's a kind of when I say enjoyed it, uh, not in a good way. Like it was, it was kind of it was. So I suppose in terms of recommendation, I I won't be watching it again anytime soon. Put it like that, but it doesn't necessarily destroy my memory of it as a kid because i don't yeah. remember it being very good in the first place i just i remember watching it quite a lot you know what i mean so but i never i don't remember it being like you know uh 
I think, like I said, that the scene where he's pissing on him uh, is my most memorable scene of this film. You know, yeah. so and I think so. It's it's one of those that I remember it for um, for that as opposed to it being actually a good film. So I wouldn't say it's a good film. I'd probably say to somebody, if you're going to watch it, watch it on a Friday night with a few drinks or something like that. If you're yeah. a bit, you know, uh, so, sort of, um, but definitely don't take it seriously. It's not a horror film. <laughs> yeah. no, I couldn't recommend it, but while I was watching it, I knew we'd be talking about it. So I knew it would be, you know, when I was watching, say, Spaceballs, I was thinking I'm, we're going to struggle to talk much about this because there's not much there. There's not much in this but there's less in a different way that actually makes it easy to talk about. Yeah. And there, there's, there are some, I mean, you know, there are some funny things in it that yeah. just, I think unintentionally funny, Yeah. but um, in terms of the audiobook, I just, I'll, cause I, like I said, it's on YouTube and it's two hours and four minutes long. So it is based. It's just, so, and the book itself does follow the story relatively closely. It doesn't pay as much attention to um, Neil, is it no? It is not. It is Howard. Howard. Fuck me. So <laughs> memorable. Nothing characters. like the main character. If you can't remember their yeah. name, they've made a strong impression. It doesn't pay much attention to Howard and his wife and his two kids. It does describe his son being killed, and it does describe the scene as he, you know, how it get happens pretty much as it does in the film. Yeah. Um, except it's a dead mole that <laughs> that spooks his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, it, but it does describe it as it's sort of as if it's from the stories from rawhead's perspective yeah so anyway some of the perlers because i mean you know uh this would have been uh clive barker's one of his earlier books but um you know people again i've only read one of his books so uh, but people sort of put him up there as one of the best horror writers and whatever this may be in his sort of early phase of writing because he he, this is, these are some of the quotes. Anyway, uh, Ron stared at her body. He was entranced. She was considerably overweight. Her breasts sagging, her belly overshadowing her cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now that's eroticism for you. So, so he doubted she could even see it. But it, <laughs> but it was for this. His cockhead throbbed. <laughs> um, her belly swelling with children. Tits like, <laughs> tits like mountains. Cunt, a valley that began at her navel and gaped to the world. <laughs> um, then he, he writes in another scene. Her gaping hole, eating seed, spitting children. <laughs> Um, and then, so this is where Howard is referring to it just after his son's been killed. The boy would have carried his name. The boy who was his sperm made flesh, who he'd had circumcised like himself. <laughs> what the fuck? And then, so this refers to the scene where Howard uh, goes to the altar and discovers the, um, the you know, the, the, the shit pottery. Yeah. Um, his erection throbbed, his balls tingled. Come to me, he found himself saying. Um, and then there are other... What? Some, uh, yeah, he's, it's basically, th there's a scene earlier on in the book where 
the priest is also describing how when he touches the altar and it kind of burns his hand, he yeah. also gets gets a raging hard on at the same time. Oh, of course. So, so uh, it not only burns your hand, but it gets you hard as well. So, so there you go. That was a little. Uh, that was a few little excerpts from um, Clive Barker's uh, Rawhead Rex book. So. <laughs> Enjoy, uh, but mm. you're, you're sad that you missed out reading that when yeah. you were a kid. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we had a couple of uh, Twitter responses. Do you want to take mics and then I'll I'll read? Oh, whoa, whoa, where are these? Oh, they're at the bottom of the document are under they? under Twitter responses. Oh, okay. Can you see okay. them? Can I see them? Of course, I can see them. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Can I see them? They're there. I can see your cursor. And hanging up, it's on by IMDb right now. There. Oh, yes. Ooh, what's going on? Right. Okay. I'm having. Oh my god. I'm, what am I doing? Right. Hello. Okay. So uh, yeah, Mike at Gemini Wing. He has said, "I've never seen this, but always used to see it in the video shop on the higher shelves as it was an 18. I couldn't rent it out. I remember looking at the box all the time and thinking how cool it looked." Mm. Yeah, that's probably why I picked it as well. Yeah. Um, so then I'll I'll just read out Tina's review of this, which, uh, <clears throat> like I said, it was written well two years ago now. Bloody hell, first of May two thousand and eighteen. Um, famously written by the great Clive Barker, Rawhead Rex is a humdinger of a marmite, love it or hate it film. Set in nineteen eighties rural Ireland, it tells the tale of a monster, Rawhead Rex, who is unsuspectedly unleashed on the people and countryside. There's no real explanation of what it is or why. You just have to go with it. I admit that I'm rather fond of this film. On moving to Los Angeles 30 odd years ago and suffering from jet lag, I turned the TV on in my room to be faced with Rawhead Rex slashing a man. That was 4pm and it forever quashed my belief that American TV was stayed. All these years later, um, and does the film still hold up? Amazingly, it does. Made cheaply with no stars, uh, except David Dukes, the only real letdown is Rex himself. Whenever his face appeared on screen, I had to stifle a giggle. The acting is superbly over the top. See Rex weeing on a priest. And the story is pretty run-of-the-mill, rampaging monster. But the film is charming. It's product of its time, and as far as Clive Barker adaptions go, it's pretty good. Uh, This is a new 4K restoration. blah 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 And there you go. So Tina quite liked it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I mean, if you'd seen it years ago, it's one of them, I mean, you don't hold much in the way of uh, love feelings towards it, because I can't think of a phrase to use, but um hasn't ruined your, your expectations of it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's shit, but I enjoyed it more than, say, The Golden Child, because The Golden Child was my memory and it was awful. Mm, fair enough. I think I'd probably choose to watch, what would you watch? Oh, this is a question for you then. What would you watch? Rawhead Rex or Spaceballs? Mm. Oh, you have to oh, think. Fucking oh. like, no, that is tough, actually, because I don't really want to watch either again. I think <laughs> I'll check. I'm not saying you check the to. one time. You don't have to. <laughs> but Which, which one's shorter? Rawhead Rex. I've, do you know what? I'd probably watch Spaceballs again just to see if there was anything I missed or if I was in a better mood controversial oh wow okay fair enough um, i don't think there's anything else i could glean from this you know no. that i'd missed whereas space balls i may have missed some other jokes that i don't find funny in the background i suppose 
Fair enough. Okay, cool. All right, then. So there you go. That was my pick for this episode. Um, tell us what mm. have we got to watch next time? Well, 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 well. We are traveling all the way forward from 1986 to 1986. Oh, how exciting. Mm. We're going a little bit, we're going a little bit bigger because, uh, okay. you know, I, I seem to choose slightly bigger films. Mm-hmm. And this one will be a kind of sequel for you. I watched the prequel to this at the weekend. And had some realizations about it. Um, so prequel, cool. bloody hell! Yeah. So it's uh, who is it directed by? It's directed by John G. Avilton. Yes. Okay. Karate Kid. And it stars uh, Danny Kamikona. Okay. Karate Kid. Uh, Yuji Okamoto. Crikey Part 2? Yes. Is it? Ooh. Yeah. There you go. I knew that, because um, Avilton, he directed Rocky, didn't he? Yes. Um, yeah. So, uh, ooh. Going, ooh. Yeah, for, 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 a, for a film that's remembered fondly by many, I the Karate Kid one, which you did a film show with Ben years ago, didn't you? On the same coin, I re- recall. Mm, no, I don't think we did. Did you not? No, I, I talked, um, I, I appeared on another podcast to talk about it, um, but... Oh, maybe I'm thinking of that then. Yeah, that was like a, a sort of, rather than an in-depth thing, it was just a, a our memories of it, that kind of thing. Yeah, right, yeah, because I never hear anyone talk about Karate Kid Part 2. Wow, see, I've got some some memories of this film as well. I've, uh, yeah, cool, awesome. Well, there you go. So that'll be the, the film that we'll talk about next time. Um looking forward to that yeah because i haven't seen that for a good while as well no, so me neither yeah neither very cool uh like you said slightly bigger jump in terms of budget <laughs> from, yeah, from yeah 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 bigger bigger film uh, but anyway thank you for listening um if you've got any comments or if you want to send us any emails or anything at all any feedback uh go to uh at 60 minutes with on twitter uh the 60 minutes with website which is uh, 60 minutes with dot uk um if you want to watch or buy rawhead rex then uh you know that arrow if it's still available sort of restoration version of it uh where you can see in full 4k glory uh a, a Rawhead Rex pissing on a priest. <laughs> who <laughs> oh, doesn't want that? And in that amazing, which I'm assuming is awesome, five point one glorious surround sound of um, of Declan telling the old priest, "Get up them stairs, fuckface." Um, <laughs> then go and buy it through the links on the website to uh, from to Amazon. Um, we don't know what who's buying what we just know that anyway if you do use them which i do quite a lot to be honest with you uh buy through the links on the website then dave gets a little bit of uh, um cut from it which helps to keep the website going um i'm at dastardly jabby uh, adam you're at i'm at happy mutterings and we will see you next time with some karate kid part two thanks for listening bye-bye bye-bye <laughs>